Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. So how many Rays should or could be voted to the American League All-Star team? Austin Meadows should be there. Who else? And hey, is it time again to talk about athlete safety after David Ortiz was shot in a club in his native Dominican Republic? Which Lightning player, or will Coach John Cooper, take home the hardware for the NHL awards next week just prior to the draft? And what is the message that Bruce Arians left with his team before they broke for the last time before training camp? Can Arians turn yet another NFL franchise around? We'll talk about all that and more with Chris Torello of Spectrum Sports 360 coming up in just a minute. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times, along with producer Steve Versnick. Hey, do you want to be a millionaire? For 30 years, Howard and Sue Million have brought the cool comfort of air conditioning to the entire Tampa Bay area, making thousands of residents millionaires with their quality products and service. Now, Millionaire is currently offering 0% interest for 72 months on qualifying equipment. Give them a call at 727-862-2100 to take advantage of this great offer on a brand new quality train air conditioning unit or to schedule service or maintenance. Call 727-862-2100 today. Trust the masters of comfort, millionaire. All right, Chris Torello from Spectrum Sports 360 joins us now and one of our favorite guests, of course. And Chris, you know, you're, if people don't follow you, they should on Twitter. You're one of the better follows. I know I uh, it is a must-follow uh, uh, for me. And you got me the other day, though, because you tweeted a picture of bacon frying, which... <laughs> For a guy like me who loves bacon, I don't know that there's a food group uh, that that really tops bacon for me. But man, you're killing me with that stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, it was it was a big uh, big family friend brunch, and uh, <laughs> I just you know what's what's better than a slow mo video of bacon? I mean, it's come exactly. on. I mean that that talks to everyone's soul, talks to everyone's <laughs> you know arteries. I mean, you know, and and then what's funny is I posted to Instagram, and I've got guys like Mark Cook. And Kevin O'Donnell <laughs> debating whether it's better to fry it or to bake it. And, like, I don't see – like, I don't try and bake? start these things. These yeah. people start these discussions. <laughs> I don't do this half the time. I end up – people are in my Twitter feed having their own discussion. It's like I'm not – I guess I'm just the platform. I don't get it sometimes. But bacon, really? We're going to debate bacon? Come on now, people. You know, that's an equalizer. You put it on anything. So. Well, you do like to stir the pot in this case, eh, stir the frying pan, if you will. Uh, but, but I mean, but like but with bacon, I've become, I'm starting to become partial to thick sliced. I was, a, I was sort of a, you know, center cut, thin slice Oscar mm. Mayer guy. Now, now I'm going thick all the way. I just think it's, it's uh, just the way to go. 
do you, you have do a just the, or you... uh, well no i was about to ask you if you had a flavor though because you could do the maple you know yeah. or you could get the hickory you know or are you just kind of the oh that looks you know that's the basic i'm running, one. The, I'm running the mill yeah kind of a coming up a maple guy okay. i guess i mean I, don't, I didn't know you had to declare one side or the other but uh but if i thought about it probably hickory smoked would be would yeah. probably be my favorite I mean, it's not left Twix, right Twix, you know. I mean, you, you know, you, you can, you know, you're allowed to, right. you know. <laughs> I, I like them both. Uh, yeah, yeah no, right. seriously. Yeah, I'm not going to complain what's on my BLT, so. Right. Uh, I do. I uh, do not. Uh, I will say this. I don't. I don't. I do not. Uh, I don't tweet or or Facebook or what do these people do? Um, face uh, smash or, or whatever that is called. Uh, <laughs> pictures of your meal. I always thought that that was. It was interesting, but not so interesting that I think what I'm eating for dinner is something you need to see. I yeah. kind of draw the line there. But that's, yeah, well, that's, see, just me. that's why you put movement to it. You know, that's why this is. That, you know, that's this what, is what made it special. That's, that's right. what made it special. That's exactly. what made it special. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I agree <laughs> with that. And do you know that rain hitting the pane of a window sounds like frying bacon? Did you know that? Think about it next time when no, it's well, raining outside. It's, well, it's doing. It's probably going to do that for the next five months. So I mean, I'll be <laughs> apparently. Yeah, yeah, we went an entire month with no rain, and now it's going to rain every day. So build I know, yourself right? an arc. All right. Well, uh, we're here to talk about sports, and uh, from the uh, from the uh, sort of insane former Red Sox slugger David Ortiz, he's recovering after being shot at a club in his native Dominican Republic on Sunday. Looks like uh, he will be okay. I suppose uh, at least that's what people are thinking and praying. He underwent surgery and. Um, uh, some damage to his liver and some other organs, but I think uh, it looks like he will pull uh, out of that. You know, I got, got me to thinking, Chris. Uh, I, you know, do athletes um, do they have enough protection? I mean, when you when he, anytime something like this happens, you know, you immediately think of like goes back to Sean Taylor. Uh, you remember the uh, yeah. former Redskins uh, safety that that was uh, murdered in his home um, by you know somebody he employed, et cetera, and a break in. Monica, you can go back as far as Monica Sellis and Wilson Ramos, you know, was kidnapped and, uh, uh, you know, overseas as well. So we're around these guys all the time. I think we, some part of me says we, we kind of take it for granted that these guys live and walk among us. And you can almost, you know, I know there's a lot of talk about guns and things like this, but you can almost understand where, like, a lot of times these guys are just sort of out, out in the community, right? And you don't even think about it. No, you really don't. I mean, it's funny, like, you know, with so many Bucks players around here and, you know, some of them have kids and some of them, you know, they're out doing their thing on the weekends, you know, or off season. Like I remember I've seen multiple Bucks players on the sidelines of a high school football game. I've seen Gerald Mm -hmm. McCoy out there and, you know, they just want to be left alone, you know, and you don't, you know, they're there to watch a family member or somebody and, and you don't, you know, bother them. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of cool because like, you know who they are and you just kind of hope everyone else feels the same way you do. Like, okay, it's cool to look once, but then move right along and you hope like these people can have normal lives. Um, but someone right. like, I mean, someone like David Ortiz, I mean, he's like, a, if he, whatever level of hero he is in new England times that yeah. by about a hundred down in the Dominican, you know, I yeah. mean, that's a baseball centric yeah. place. And mm-hmm. I mean, did you see the video? I mean, that, that was scary. You know, that, that did not look like a robbery to me. That looked like a, right. like a hit. That looked like somebody looked like was going to get right? exactly. It looked like someone was going with the intent. So, um, but uh, you know, what's what's interesting with that is is like you know I've seen these. I think I've seen a thirty for thirty that Colombian soccer player. You know, and they lose, and he gets he ends up dead at a nightclub. You know, I mean, it's like you never know. Like at these other countries. You know, like there's mm-hmm. so much influence from different people and they think, oh, well, this person's a big star playing in America. 
you know, like they're going to, my bet's going to come through. Or, you know, if I were to take this person, like you mentioned a couple kidnappings, it's like, well, I could get a lot of money for this. So you never, sure. you always wonder, you know, I remember one time, I think Bob Lee did a, did like a drive along with a football player on ESPN. And he basically says, okay, when I go through this part of the neighborhood, I reach into my glove compartment, I pull out the mm-hmm. gun and I put it right mm-hmm. here on my, and I put it right here. And I'm just like, you know, like remember Plaxico Burris. I mean, it's like, you know, these these are crazy things. I mean, so, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm happy Big Poppy's hopefully going to be OK. I mean, I had seen first it was a leg and then I'm seeing it's the abdominal. Like, I'm like, wait a minute, this is getting worse. You know, like I, there was a part of me late last night where I'm like, this is only getting worse. Something's good. Like I'm waiting for that, you know, that tweet that says we don't know what's going to happen here. So I'm happy it didn't get to that level because he's a special guy. And, um, you know, I remember my first, one of my first thoughts with him was 2013, him standing there at Fenway after the Boston bombings. And he said, this is our bleeping city. And it sends mm-hmm. chills down your spine, no matter who you root for. So uh, he's a pretty, pretty special guy. And I've seen everyone from former President Obama tweeting about him. So he's, he's one of those guys I think this entire country is pulling for right now. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, uh, and, and you grew up there in New England and uh, uh, kind of were close to the Yankees-Red Sox rivalry, mm-hmm. and, and there was probably no better one in baseball um, when they were both going the way they have been. And and yet I, there was a sense that, like, Big Poppy was a good guy even though he was an enemy. You know what I mean? Like, he was yeah. the one guy you'd say, yeah, you may not like the Red Sox, but, you know, he's not a bad guy, you know? <laughs> So. No, he's he, yeah. No, you're right about that. I think um, you know, obviously, you know, when you're out there and you're um, you know, you're battling, you know, there, there was going to be. I think they were they both they had their brawls. You know, he sure, and Manny sure. would get into it, but uh, with the with the Yankees, but um, but yeah, and, and I remember because he played it for the New Britain Rockcats, which was a double A team for the Minnesota Twins, right there in Connecticut. They no oh, longer wow. exist. Yeah, they're now the Hartford Yard Goats. We can talk about that another day. But um, <laughs> but the New Britain Rockcats, and it was just, I remember my dad and I sitting there. I mean, I watched guys like Maurer and Morneau, and I remember Poppy coming up, and I said, who is this? And, and my dad mm. said, that's that's David Ortiz. You're going to remember his name. And he, I remember he hit wow. a couple of bombs there, and, um, you know, we were near, their, their stadium was situated near a freeway, and I felt bad for a couple cars because man he would hit the ball far he was yeah. good he was good even then so um yeah but he was and, uh, you know you go back and you hear from like sportscasters still up there and they're talking about like what a good guy he was to even you know guys after he left so i mean he, yeah. he's definitely one of those guys that has a huge huge heart and um so you know I, I think to say what he means to the city of boston and i'll say this i know we're going to get a prediction out of boston i'll predict he's on that big screen on on wednesday night if he's capable oh, if he yeah. can speak i think there's a video message to Bert to the bruins on on wednesday night that would be the worst thing if i'm a blues if i'm a blues player is to see big poppy show up on that board so but yeah, yeah. well they'll certainly send uh, their well wishes to him uh, Absolutely. No about that um, from uh, from an athlete who was uh, a, a victim of violence to an athlete who committed some violence. Um, this is weird. And you remember these teams. Um, but uh, the uh, Urban Myers team in Gainesville, you know, won two national championships. But now they if you look at it, they've had more than two dozens arrests of players from that team. And now a second former player was charged with murder. This one being uh, Tony Joyner who faces second-degree murder charges uh, from the, uh, the death of his wife. Man, that was, a, that was a wild time up there, and I remember those teams. I remember the success they had, but, you know, uh, you were very close, of course, to uh, one very famous former player that charged with murder. 
Yeah, Aaron Hernandez went to uh, Bristol Central High School up in Connecticut. And uh, yeah. for me, you know, growing up, it was like, oh, have you heard about this this Hernandez? And he had a brother, too, who actually ended up coaching down at Ledger High School there along the, the shoreline there in Connecticut for a little mm. while. Um, but I remember, like, people, oh, we're going to go work out with him today. Like, you know, this, they don't let anybody work out with them. And, and I remember when he chose Florida, like, the whole state was like, you know, they thought he was going to go to UConn. They thought this was a guy who was going to stay. And right. obviously, as we would you know, as we would find out, one of the reasons he didn't stay was because of the people around him. You know, after his dad died, it became a whole big mess. So, but the, yeah. but but here's here's the thing. I I understand like some of his family members, like some friends or whatever, up you know up in Connecticut in the New England area. But I mean, if if Urban Meyer truly wanted to save this guy, like I, like he said in different documentaries, well, then you should have saved him. You shouldn't have let him go home to Connecticut. You should have kept your arms around him as tight as you could have. And the same yeah. thing for Tony Joyner and for every other guy that got in trouble. You know, like mm-hmm. it's it stinks because I know these guys are brothers, like the the Pouncy twins who I've talked with. The Pouncy twins love him. You know, they they miss him. You know, and I get mm-hmm. that. But I mean, it's it's and if you're and I'm sorry, but if you're Urban Meyer. How many times are you going to, you know, have to go back and say, yeah, but we were a great team or like, yeah, but that's not my fault. You know, like I can't yeah. be responsible. Well, yeah, but the problem is, is when you think you're a king, especially in Gainesville, yeah, mm-hmm. you're going to you're going to think you can go anywhere and do this stuff. You know, it's the same thing with, you know, Tallahassee. You know, if the police department sweeps one thing under the rug, maybe they'll sweep other things. You don't you know, like I hate to put it that way, but it's what it gets to with college football sometimes. And I maybe this can be another lesson that listen somebody does something wrong just nip it in the butt you know like give them a big suspension or you know kick them off the team for an off season but it's just like sometimes you feel like these guys get coddled so but this is this is awful to to see especially i think this was the death on like valentine's day of a couple years like three years ago so this is just another tough one here yeah this is really tough so but you know gator fans will defend urban meyer so you know and i get it because they won so but it's, Aaron it's still Hernandez tough. was a tremendous player. It was weird because uh, the Bucks at one time, when Greg Ciano coached the Bucks, my only my only uh, contact with with Hernandez um, was when they came down here. Uh, the the Patriots did to um, um, to to play a preseason game and mm-hmm. had joint workouts in Tampa. I think it was the first year, maybe that uh, you know that he was coached there. But um, as it turns out, like this was in July or so, and. I, I, inter- I interviewed Hernandez. I wanted to talk to him about something. He was very, you know, the eyes went everywhere. I didn't want to really want to talk very much. And so uh, it was a quick conversation. Uh, but then I remember going back in my mind and thinking, wait a minute, that would have been a month after he allegedly, when, you know, now that we, you know, he was held for trial and convicted of murdering somebody, it would have been a month, month after he did that, that he was appearing in Tampa playing Jeez. for the England Patriots. So it's kind of creepy when you go back and think about it. But um, he was a different dude, very talented and you're right. Once his dad died, I guess some things went uh, went sideways with him there. But yeah, one of my one of my we're sorry, real quick though. One of my friends who still works up there, and the he did a really nice piece on Aaron. And when he came down here, a lot of the Connecticut media was down here for the Final Four for the women. And um, and I sat and I said, you know, I remember that piece you did. And he said, I will never forget. I went up there to the Foxborough locker room. And I remember going in and I remember Aaron Hernandez was kind enough to give me an interview. And he said, when I turned the lights on, his eyes were like so happy and jovial. And he goes, the second Mm. I turned the lights off, it was like the soul got taken out of him. 
He was wow. dead. He was white. He was like, he was like, you could, he was like straight, straight face. You couldn't see anything. So it was, oh, it was, so it's cool. weird. It's, it's kind of chilling when you hear stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, yeah so another tough one. Well, let's, let's, uh, let's talk about uh, more, more uh, happy things uh, <laughs> as we've got going on here in the Tampa Bay area, uh, starting with the first place race. Uh, they go up to Boston. They win three out of four against the Red Sox, come off a, a very uh, a successful road trip, of course, as they, uh, begin their series or have begun their series against the A's and then the Angels will come to town you know I still they, they tried to make a trade Chris they they are not a trade but an acquisition obviously of uh, you know some get some bullpen help perhaps they weren't able to outbid the Chicago Cubs it still feels like that they're not done it still feels like this is a team that uh, and maybe they don't need to add a lot but but the bullpen back of the bullpen would be a concern um, what do you think? Do you think that we're going to see some changes here before we get? I, I think, I think it tells me they're not even close to done. Um, and yeah. I think what's great is, is like you, you saw they were in on Kimbrel, and the only reason right. they didn't get him was because I think of the money or something. And, um, you know, there was thoughts that, <laughs> yeah, maybe, that... no, but I mean, that's, that's about it, you know, but I mean, apparently I they, I thought Ken Rosenthal, it was a good was offer. Like yeah. 39 million and he went for like only 6 million more. I say only 6 yeah. million. Like I'm sitting on a, like I'm Scrooge McDuck sitting here on a bunch <laughs> of gold, you know, but I mean, right. you know, this is me gold, but no, but, um, so I think it's, it's difficult when you, when, when you think about like, man, if he had just come here, that changes the dynamic of the bullpen tremendously. It allows some of these other guys, the pressure is off. They can be a little more aggressive in that sixth, seventh and eighth inning, maybe type of thing. Um, but, uh, you know, it stinks that he went, but I, I think they're going to be big players, for a trade. And I actually think they're going to make a move sooner than the deadline. I think so many people wait for that deadline, but I mean, the Rays in the past, what was it like two years ago, they went for it. They brought in a guy like Duda. They brought in a couple different pieces. They made those moves in like late June, middle of July. They didn't wait to make those moves. So I think you're going to see, you're going to see that there, whether it's, they go out and get a guy like a Shane green from, from, uh, from Detroit, you know, I Mm -hmm. mean, it could be one of those guys. He was actually part of that Dita Gregorius trade that got. Hey everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Uh, him to New York. So I remember that trade very well. Uh, I think that type of trade, and I think they are going to make a move. And I think they know that I tweeted out on Sunday, this is an arms race and it's two teams Mm. for the division. It's New York and it's Tampa. And whoever wants to blink first to get their guy, they're going to pay a little bit more maybe, but they're going to get the guy they need for the Yankees. I'm not sure what they need. seems like every time they're about to get a guy back, another guy goes down. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing what they're still doing. The fact that they're in first place or as, you know, as, as of Monday morning is very, very impressive. So, I mean, give them all the credit for what they've done. But I think if I'm the Yankees, it might, if the Rays make a move, it means the Yankees have to make a move. And if I'm the Rays, why not maybe force the Yankees hand a little bit, you know, get a little gamesmanship going here and maybe you can underpay for a guy and they have to overpay for a guy. Maybe it comes down to that. Uh, 
yeah, I'll get I'll get to uh, the two team race here in just a minute. But you you mentioned uh, Kimbrel and and money, of course, is is always usually you know the first thing that that attracts players. But he mentioned something about wanting to play you know in a place where it mattered to the fans. And, and, and I, I don't I'm not quoting him directly, but how much do you think uh, the publicity or or just the reality that not many people are going to the trop to watch the race play? will in some way affect them or did affect them in the, in the Kimbrel situation. I'm not, you know, I'm not sure if it's like, if it's a major factor, but I'm sure it plays some role. I mean, when you're coming into the ninth inning of a game and you know, it's one thing and you, you get this, especially from being, you know, eight, we've gotten to see a lot of great AL East matchups throughout the years. There is something yeah. to it when Mariano Rivera's, you know, enter Sandman played, you know, you knew, you knew it was the biggest moment of the game and the entire arena or stadium would get behind that, you know? And I don't think like somebody enters the game in the ninth at the Rays, you could still hear people yelling hot dogs. You know, that's a problem. (laughs) And I don't mean that to be rude, but it's just a problem, you know, you you know, and you could hear the conversation, you know, about taxes going on down the third baseline. I don't need that. You know, that's, you know, Mm -hmm. come on. So it's, it's a problem. So I'm surprised Kimbrell brought it up. I mean, I understand what he's saying. There also is a part of me that says, well, you were in the American League East. And so perhaps you, you know, would like to play in the National League um, where they haven't seen you as much lately, uh, first and foremost. But also, I mean, just, you know, Wrigley Field versus almost any place, right? I mean, it's, uh, yeah. you know, it's still it's still one of the most happening stadiums in, in Major League Baseball. They're going to draw, you know, three, three and a half million, whatever it is. Um, you know, I know the money was different for Joe Madden, but if you asked him where would he rather manage, he yeah. wasn't unhappy with the Rays, but he got to go to Chicago and, you know, and, and uh, bring them a World Series. So it makes sense, right, that you would you would choose a place like the Cubs over the Rays. You know, you talk about Wrigley Field. I mean, you fly that W at the end of a game. Yeah, that's a little yeah. different, isn't it? I mean, come on. That's, I think so. That, I think so. Yeah. So, yeah. Jeez, my head's, well, in, my, my head's in the toilet, isn't it? Jeez. No, you're, <laughs> you're fine. I mean, I, you're absolutely fine. I just I, The point is taken that, uh, that, that there just are places these guys are. And I, I, I tweeted about this, too, when people were like, when he said what he said. And I, I don't know how much really, it, you know, the people in the stands matter, but um, but they're performers. At the end of the day, you hit it with with uh, Enter Sandman, and that, that these guys are performers. They they want to be uh, in front of crowds. They want to uh, have the adrenaline rush and all of that, especially a closer. And so it yeah. makes perfect sense that even if the money had been the same and it wasn't, um, that perhaps he may have made made this this choice either way. So speaking of the Rays, and when you talk about you know fans and popularity votes and things like this. Um, it, how many all-stars do you think they wind up with this year? I mean, Austin Meadows is uh, currently third in the outfield voting, which would mean he'd be a starter. Hard to not vote a guy that's leading the league in hitting, right, as your, as a starting outfielder. I mean, if I'm a race fan, I'm voting for him five times a day, and I'm doing yeah. it a couple times on different platforms. I mean, it's he's unbelievable. I saw, I think, I think it was Josh Tolentino. I saw him tweet out something like three different players and their averages and their home runs and their like OPS and all that, and like by far the highest average was Austin Meadows. Like Mike Trout was player B, and mm. he wasn't even close to Austin Meadows. So that, that tells you, and I mean, obviously with the angels coming in, I mean, that'll, that'll spark up just any discussion. Like could, could, you know, could Meadows be that type of player for the Rays? And that's great for the Rays. They need that type of discussion. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. this was a guy that the Pittsburgh pirates didn't want. And I still laugh about it. I'm sitting there (laughs) saying, you want Chris Archer? Come right ahead. I mean, uh, this is Mm -hmm. a joke. 
it's wonderful for Austin Meadows. I feel like he's going to be the future of that offense and and, and yeah. that outfield. And I'll tell you what, if he should be one, of, he should be starting. I think you know Charlie Morton. I mean, obviously you can't vote for the starters in terms of pitchers, but I mean Charlie Morton's probably going to be there. I would assume I would Blake think, Snell's yeah. going to going to have his name there. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Glass now, unfortunately, I mean, that he would have been there. Um, so I think you're looking at between pitchers and, I mean, right, like five? Is that impossible mm-hmm. to think maybe four or five guys get there to the well, All-Star game, you know? Yeah, I mean, if, they, if they're going to do it, this is a year, right? I mean, if, they, if yes. they are still at or near the top of the American League East at that point, um, it, it makes sense. They are, you know, again, there's, a, there's obviously a, a, a bit of – uh, voting that that has to take place, and the fan base may not be as large as some of the, the other uh, other cities, but um, you know, baseball fans sometimes can be pretty smart about these things. And you would think that, uh, particularly on the pitching side, like you mentioned, I think Morton is a lock, and I would I would think that Blake Snell has done enough uh, in in his past and and even this year to uh, to to sort of warrant that. So that would be something for Rays fans to see uh, that many people at the uh, the Midsummer Classic. Yeah, no, but Rick, exactly. And that's the thing. Like, you want to make a statement as Rays fans, vote your guys in. At least show yeah, the rest exactly. of baseball, like, hey, you know what? Like, maybe, maybe you know, people can joke about attendance, but we're serious about these guys. You know, right. like, that is that is a statement you can make. You know, that's right. we, you know, we hear, you know, so I think that's a huge thing. And, and honestly, Rick, like you said, I think baseball fans are a lot smarter, you know, so I think they do kind of take it. And then you also, you know, World Series and all that stuff. I mean, you know, you want to be, you know, it's, it's, and you want to have the best players out there. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, this could be a great chance. So I think if I'm, if I'm, you know, if I'm a Rays fan, I'm voting and hopefully the rest of baseball. I know for me, I love voting just because this, this is the only election I vote in every year. It's the only election. <laughs> the so, always um, that, right? you know, this is the most important, <laughs> it's the most important thing I vote for every single year. So I, honest, not, this is my, this is my election. This is everything to me. So not, not is, mayor, not governor, not Senator. Don't even know what those are. So gotcha. Well, one guy that's, uh, that might help him that's coming off the DL soon is Joey Wendell. There's been talk about him playing a little shortstop. What would you uh, make of that? If you're Willie Adamas. I would think that um, I would think that maybe put somebody on alert, and I also mm-hmm. think it goes back to the whole versatile. That's the word for this team. Is you know you're yeah. going to be able to play anywhere, but yeah, I mean I think they're preparing for maybe just in case they need to move some pieces around, or uh, perhaps yeah. they need to you know kind of just figure out the lineup. But I mean who knows, you know, maybe they're just doing it cause he's down there and he could get some time and it maybe, uh, allows him to be, you know, ready to go at some different places. But yeah, I mean, if you're really Adamas, I mean, that kind of puts my antennas up to make sure I'm playing better. Right. I mean, you know, especially yep. with an organization that has shown, Hey, like Jake Bowers, your best, one of your best friends true. We moved on from him, you know, and we got mm-hmm. a guy like Yandy and he's doing pretty well for us. So I'm, I'm sure mm-hmm. there's a little bit of psychology to this as well. That's uh, pretty interesting. The Tampa Bay Lightning, will uh, move on to them real quickly. They've got uh, the draft next week, free agency after that. Uh, a lot of guys are up for awards. Um, any of these guys win, you think? Vazzy, Cooch, Hedman, or maybe even Cooper? Uh, I think um... – I think Kucherov absolutely has to win. Agree. I think he's. Agree. I think he's. He's the best player in hockey all year. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure on Vassy, even though I could make the case for him. I'm not sure Hedman repeats. Um, right. Uh, Cooper. Um, you know. I mean, if he. You know. I don't think it would be a shock any any way about it. I mean, listen. If it's about the regular season, then yeah, he deserves it. You know. But yeah. I mean, you know, I think but Kucherov. He had the best abs- team. 
He did right. have the best team. He absolutely had the mm-hmm. best team. And, um, you know, when you're a coach, you still have to be able to go out there every day and practice and get them sure. to do everything. And, you know, I, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's not about who's the best I think Joe Torrey said this. It's not sometimes it's about how can you manage your talent. It's not about coaching your talent. It's about managing your talent. You know, how can Mm -hmm. you keep happy? And I'm sure some of the best, like Jimmy Johnson had to do it. Bill Parcells had to do it. So, I mean, I think if John Cooper could just manage the talent, then yeah, then he should win this award. But I think Kucherov is the one guy I would basically put everything on and say, yeah, 86 is walking up there. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, speaking of hockey, do you have a game seven prediction for Wednesday night between the uh, the Bruins and St. Louis? Oh, uh, I'll go with I'll go with the Bruins. Um, I'll, I'll, I think they kind of ride. I, I'll take them four to two. One of those, you mm. know, they get that goal and then, you know, maybe Pasternak or somebody, you know, buries it in like that. And then I think, uh, you know, they get the empty net. Or first off, someone's going to have to explain to me why at three minutes left in a game we're emptying the net. Um, I've never understood it. So in that case, it'll right. probably be five to two because they'll empty the net like six times. So, um, you know, true. it'll probably be five. You know, so anytime it's no longer just add one empty net goal, add two empty net goals. That'll be the mm-hmm. new rule. So probably a five to two Boston win. And, you know, those poor souls haven't seen a victory parade in like 100 days so hopefully they could uh you know just just feel horrible you know the you know the duck boats you know they need to come out so uh but i think boston and it's and it's a real shame if you're if you're if you're a lightning fan oh what could have been i mean you beat them you come back to beat them on a monday here in in tampa and then the final day of the regular season you destroy them up in boston Mm -hmm. and oh it's just got to make the hardest lightning fan has to just be going what the hell happened and it's and it's yeah. gonna sit there like that all summer and you know moves are gonna be made here too so that's that's what yeah. the fun part is is we're gonna it kind of keeps you on the edge of your seat for the next few weeks yeah if the light if you're a lightning fan you'll have a tough time uh i know they'll mm. give their heart back to them but knowing exactly what that means until they get back to the postseason and and, and go from there uh, finally, uh, Bruce Arians wrapped up his uh, first off season. What do you make of the new head coach? You think they're on track to do uh, what they what it is they think they'll do? I'll say the same thing he said about Indomitian Sue, a smart guy out there in shorts. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, <laughs> no, I mean, I think Bruce, he got what he wanted out of, out of these, you know, OTAs and these ma- mandatory mini camps. And, uh, you know, I think, um, I think what happened that final day where we were out there for like three minutes and, um, you know, they're like, okay, like we're going to kick a field goal and everyone's going to go home. You know, it's, I think he rewards hard work and effort. And, and I think he's showing these guys, Hey, listen, Put in the effort, put in the time, buy in, which was a big, big thing we heard from him and even Sue a little bit. Um, if you if you buy into our system on both sides of the ball and believe in what we're saying, then uh, we're going to get our work done and we're going to you know cut this roster. But I, I'll tell you what's interesting is what he said. He told the guys like, "Don't be that guy." You know, like don't get in any trouble over the summer. I think he means it. I think he doesn't want any any crap. I don't think he wants anyone, you know, anyone, any, you know, late phone calls or anything like that. I think he wants guys to be on the straight and narrow and, uh, you know, do your business. Don't come back out of shape. And, uh, you know, big, big thing is pick up where they left off when we get to training camp. And uh, he's a no nonsense guy. I know you had a chance to sit, you know, to talk with him and you've been able to kind of get in there. So it's, um, you know, but from, from where I'm sitting, you know, I think he's a good guy for the Bucks. To have and I think you know maybe progress can be made maybe they can win some games and make it interesting you never know no well he's he's done it before he's been coach of the year twice and turned teams around so we'll see if he can do that again 
Uh, I do. Uh, I, I lied. I, I, there's one more thing I wanted to ask Mike Francesa about. Uh, what what okay. do you make of this NFL uh, quarterback beer chugging challenge? Uh, well, you know, I mean, you know, me personally, I don't drink the beer. Okay, I mean, I listen. If I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna get a drink. Okay, me and my wife, we're gonna go out. We're gonna have a nice time. We're gonna see a show. You know, we're gonna do our thing. You know, me personally, I like you know good Coke. You know, good Coke. You know, that's what I like. But uh, you know, but I mean, what is this thing with Adam Schefter and Dan Olafsky <laughs> drinking chocolate milk, and they're all like cheering them on? I mean, first of all, let me just be honest with you, okay? Those must have been, like, all, like, the, the ESPN interns who don't make any money. I mean, let's, let's be honest. That's the only reason they're cheering. You know, they're probably like, hey, can I have some of that chocolate milk? Come on. So, I mean, you know, but, you know, I mean, it, it is what it is. So, I mean, but, but then, but then my, you know me. I love Aaron Rodgers. I've known about Aaron Rodgers since Butte Community College, okay? I've been on him since Butte. Really? Okay? My, my guy came to me. He said, who's going to win? I said, book it, Butte. Butte's going to win the Community College Championship. They're going to win it. It's just the way it is. Butte. Community College. So wow. you know when I so then I saw him do the whole thing where he goes, hey, finally these guys are more talented than me. You know, I mean, what a line! Oh God, you know that's what you need here in New York. I think Aaron Rodgers in New York would be a steal for somebody, but it's not going to happen because they got pick six. They got the guy <laughs> who now is nicknamed Pick Six, one oh seven. Back after this. <laughs> He is not Mike Francesa. Boy, that is so good. Chris Torello from Spectrum Sports 360, who, by the way, is an SPJ finalist for your piece with uh, Randy Levine on the Defiant Runner. Congratulations to you. Uh, you're up against uh, you and your colleagues as well. Catherine Smith uh, yeah. is there for playing for a friend, Olivia Stacy, and uh, on the, the, the story she did on Ryan Jensen and Sleep Apnea. So you guys got it going on over there. Well, it's finally, it's nice, you know, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's a good story and I'm happy for everyone involved and we're, we're kind of, one of us is going to win it. So that's nice. Uh, you know, but <laughs> I'm sure, you know, that's what I say. I said, listen, one of us is going to win this thing. So, I mean, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it's already a win. So, uh, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, we're, we're excited and, you know, we're all, um, we're all excited for July 20th when we find out who wins and, uh, you know, we're doing a lot of good stuff over here. Hopefully more, uh, more recognition, more awards to come. And, uh, you know, so we're, we're looking forward to it. Absolutely, and Chris will have some uh, some some news and some pieces coming up on recruiting, and the University of South Florida Bulls football program. So you want to be on hand for that. Thanks, Chris. All right, thanks, guys. Always good to catch up with Chris Torello. Just uh, really one of the one of the bright uh, young uh, reporters that I come in in contact with. Hope you guys watch him on Spectrum Sports three hundred and sixty channel nine. Hey, tomorrow we'll get you ready uh, for continuing the series with the Rays against the Oakland A's and also Game 7 of the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs between St. Louis and the Bruins. Oh, what might have been. Hey, we're going to answer all your questions on our popular mailbag segment for Thursday's show, but don't wait to get your mailbag questions in. Now you can do that by submitting them to us uh, online on Twitter at SportsDayTB. You can reach me on Twitter at NFL Stroud or you can email me at rstroud at tampabay.com. Folks, with summertime, we know the heat has been unbearable. A little bit of rain's coming now, but you might want to get your air conditioning units checked out. And if so, if you have any trouble at all, we know you got lots of choices. Check out my people at Millionaire. Howard and Sue Million have been doing this for 30 years now. They're currently offering 0% interest for 72 months on their qualifying equipment. Give them a call now at 727-862-2100, and you can take advantage of uh, just uh, great offers on train air conditioning units, or you can schedule service or maintenance. That's 727-862-2100. Trust the masters of comfort 
Millionaire. For Steve Bursnick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody. Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine, and I am an all-inclusive addict. Enter Club Med, the best all-inclusive for you and your family. With resorts worldwide from their family flagship resort, Club Med Punta Cana, to their only mountain resort in Canada, Club Med Quebec, they have everything you need to relax. With their 20-plus sports activities, wellness programs, you can dine on delicious cuisine and make memories with your family. So book your next getaway with Club Med. Visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.